in recent years, we've gotten really good, I think, about preaching yeah. the universal calling and living on mission and missional living. Um, but we probably have neglected in recent years that unique calling mm. and calling out the called in our local churches and ministries. Family, multiplication, restoration. I'm Dahadi Lewis. Join me, Noah Odom and Hayden Radner, as we come to you from Atlanta, St. Louis, and Las Vegas, as we seek to add value to your church planning journey. We'll have real-time, authentic conversations that are relevant to the life of the church planner and pastor. Join us as we hear from leaders of this movement from across North America and discover what it really takes to plant churches everywhere for everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the We Are Send Network podcast. My name is Noah Oldham, the lead pastor of August Gate in St. Louis, joined as always by Hayden Ratner, senior pastor of Walk Church in Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> and we have today a return guest, yeah, yeah. one of Ooh, our favorite guests. Had to get him back quick. <laughs> oh man, had to get him back. Had to get him back. Shane Pruitt, the okay. evangelism ninja. Oh, I want to say it enough till it sticks. <laughs> we need to get a shirt that oh, says man. evangelism ninja, bro. Oh, man. You guys are too kind. Well, man, I'm so excited to be with y'all. Get to hang out with the cool kids today. Oh, like, man. man, I'm just trying to soak up you guys' anointing, Praise man. God, so man. it's an I, honor to I be love with following you on social yeah. media. You it's do a follow. couple things really, really mm -hmm. well. Number one, you you stand for truth, right. but you put it out there in such a compelling way. Mm -hmm. Like you say hard things, <laughs> but I don't see people getting mad at you. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this dude does it with such a, I wanna learn from you. Uh, you mm -hmm. honor your wife mm -hmm. and your kids so intentionally. Yeah. I see it, yeah, I, I see it almost you, every day, man. Yeah. It's so good. And man, you share the gospel. Oh man. And so Thanks, I, I love brother. that, I learn from you. Well, you, man. you make me better on social media. Oh, no, you're too kind, man. Well, thank you, man. That means the world coming from you. All, man, all glory to God. And and with my wife, uh, man, I'm the first one to realize I'm married way, way, way over my head. So it's God's <laughs> grace, man, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. we can all say that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love the just, just following along your ministry journey. Yes. I mean, the the continual highlights mm -hmm. and praise reports, that it to me, it doesn't come off as like braggadocious. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, if anything, it comes off as boasting in the Lord. Yeah, and like, because yeah. oftentimes you're you're saying, "Hey, pray for this," mm -hmm. and you're coming on the back end saying, "Hey, your guys' prayers led to a, mo a movement of students yeah, getting saved." Yeah, man. and that's powerful, man. Right, I even brother, man. love to just hear about this summer. I mean, this summer yeah. is a unique summer because it's 2021. Yeah. Last summer, I'm sure. You probably, both of you brothers probably had speaking engagements, mm -hmm. camps lined up, disciple now moments, whatever that may be, and all of it got canceled. Yeah, man. Um, and so how about this summer? Have you been back on the grind? I mean, I've yeah. been able to follow some of the different moments. You've, you've seen a lot of students yeah. and young adults get saved. Yeah, man. It was a great summer, man. God moved. All glory to him. Uh, I was personally a part of uh, preaching eight camps and and two conferences. Wow! And uh, wow. yeah, God moved. And here here's the two words that I think summed up the summer. There there was excitement mm -hmm. um, because a lot of people didn't get to do that last summer. Yeah. So there was an excitement of uh, students and young adults to be there, sure. uh, and the, the adults and the leaders and the pastors and the youth pastors. There was an excitement to be there, but there was also um, expectancy. Mm. Um, especially if you think Good. of like youth camps, you guys have been a part of a bunch sure. of the camps. You know, it's just like, sometimes there's kind of like a buildup to the end of the week. Yeah. Uh, man, not this summer, wow. like night one, yeah. every single camp, night one, we would see a lot of students repent of sin, place their faith in Jesus for Come salvation, yeah. man, repent, brokenness. Like, 
night one, they were ready. So they came expecting. There was a hunger. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, Dude, I love that. So you talk about camps. You say you're a part of a number of camps. Yeah. Uh, I grew up and went going to a small camp mm-hmm. of like maybe 80 kids mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. I saw some some camps you were at though. Like some of these camps were big. Like t- well, t- tell us what we're talking about. Yeah, here. yeah, big for sure, man. And just camps that are done super well done by some of our state convention partners. Yeah. Um, and uh, campsite man, Falls Creek. Man, mm-hmm. I love those guys. They're super mm-hmm. intentional. Um, and I mean, you're talking about uh, a lot. You know, most of those camps are either hundreds or yeah. thousands. Yeah. yeah. And uh, man, it's it's just cool to see that many students together. Excited and expectant, and then see God move for sure. Something powerful that uh, you actually spoke in a meeting we were all in mm-hmm. yesterday, and you had everybody in the room for us to see the importance of next gen ministry. Yeah, you had everybody in the room that that gave their life to Christ before the age of twenty two mm-hmm. to raise their hands. Yeah, and about what percentage would you say raised their hand? In that oh room? man, we were all in there. I mean, just eyeballing because there's you know a couple yeah. hundred people in the room. I would heavy. say at least ninety eight percent, maybe. Yeah, I think I mean, so. Yeah. It was almost every person yeah. in the room. Yeah, and that hit me. Mm-hmm. Not just that it was people in the people that got saved before that age, specifically. Yeah people who are giving their lives to ministry. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like, oh my goodness, look at this. Yeah. So this correlation. And so yeah. what I love to dive into is yep. the number of salvations this yep. summer, man, mind-blowing, so incredibly cool. But one number that really stood out to me that I've seen you talk about mm-hmm. is the number of students who raised their hand, who made a decision and said, I want to follow the Lord in obedience to a vocational yeah. call or some kind of call in ministry. Yeah. Talk to us about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, just Good. kind of big picture. Yeah, so, you know, Statistically speaking, you would always hear these, you know, numbers of so many people surrendered to Jesus before the age of 18 or before they got out of college. And uh, it was always kind of hard to nail down, down those statistics. So we just kind of did it ourselves. So uh, last fall, just through my Twitter, I just put out a poll and asked, uh, hey, if you're a follower of Jesus, at what age did you surrender to Jesus, Lord and Savior? And gave some options, you know, uh, 13 and under, 13 to 18, 18 to 22. The reason 22 is because that's usually when you graduate college and sure. and then you know, 22 to 30, 30 and above, uh, right at 2,700 people answered that poll. So that's a pretty good polling segment. Man, what we found is even what we saw in the room yesterday is about 95% of all people who identify as Christians in the United States surrender to Jesus as Lord and Savior before the age of 22. So we look at our our next-gen ministries of collegiate ministries, college ministries, BCMs, youth ministries, children's ministries, and go, man, that— that is the area where we got to raise up evangelists, disciple makers, and missionaries because wow. that's where the harvest is, right? Yeah. And then you talk about surrender to the call of ministry and missions on yeah. our life. And you know, and, and here at the North American Mission Board, man, we believe that every follower of Jesus is called to live on mission, right? Yes. right. So I right. think sometimes uh, it, it can be a little confusing to go, well, we're all called to ministry. We're all called to, to yeah. live on mission. And then you go, well, what about those that are called to be pastors and church planners and youth pastors and worship pastors. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, a good friend of mine by the name of Scott Pace at Southeastern Seminary said yeah. it like this that was super helpful. And, and man, I've been using it since then, always giving credit. But he said, if you look in Scripture, there's a universal calling on every follower of Jesus. Yes. So if you've been bought with the blood of Jesus, yeah. you have the Holy Spirit of God, there's a universal calling on every Christian to know Jesus and make Jesus known, to live on mission, right? Love we it. see that all through the Scriptures, yeah. right? Yeah. But then I think the aspect that we can forget about in in recent years is there's also this unique calling we see in Scripture where God calls out some 
to equip the saints for ministry, right? Yeah. So if every saint is called to ministry in a sense, right. then God calls some to equip the other saints for ministry. And when you look at that in Scripture, you go, those are the ones that God's calling out to be leaders and right. pastors and worship pastors and youth pastors and BCM directors and college mm -hmm. pastors and church planters and good. missionaries. Um, and so I, I think in, in recent years, we've gotten really good, I think, about preaching yeah. the universal calling and living on mission and missional living. Um, but we probably have neglected in recent years that unique calling mm -hmm. and calling out the called in our local churches and ministries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes that's what it takes. Yeah. I mean, and and I, I want to even say that in a um, like a non-pressuring way, like yeah. a, a, a word from a mentor, leader, pastor. Mm -hmm. I think about the our, our current church planning apprentice. Yeah. Um, I, I saw him lead a host moment mm -hmm. before I came up to preach at a, a church in Alabama, and I just sense this guy's called called wow. to planting yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. um i'm just gonna speak that over his life by faith and trust the lord to do whatever he wants with it yeah and afterwards i just i just gave that word to him and at the moment he was like oh, well thanks man like i appreciate that i don't really know i mean i'm i'm kind of here <laughs> you know yeah, like, that's yeah, right. yeah, trying yeah. to just do my thing here but um Thanks, man. And he ended up hitting me back a few months later and said, dude, that word never left me. Oh, on, man. And I had been yeah. praying in that yep. season, what's next in my life? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I love that, calling mm -hmm. out the called, yeah. especially mm -hmm. for youth and young adults, because yeah. mm -hmm. I think that it's, um, I once heard a, a, a pastor, Michael Catt, mm -hmm. say, whoever wants to win the youth most will. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. If yeah. it's going to be, you know, if it's going to be music, if it's going to mm -hmm. be social media, if it's going to yeah. be TV, yeah. um, whoever's going hardest is going to win them. Yeah, and so, know. you know, it seems like TikTok's winning sometimes. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's us saying, no, no, no we're, we, got, we got something to bring. Yeah, no doubt, man. You know? Yeah, I say this all the time, is uh, culture disciples, culture preaches. Um, and, and so wow. I think a lot of times uh, if, if culture's screaming, and the church is silent, then a Ooh. whole generation only hears one worldview. Talk to them. Um, and so I really believe the most effective person at reaching a college student with the gospel is another college student that wow. has a heart that beats with passion for Jesus, and that same heart is broken over the spiritual lostness of their generation. Same thing with a, a high school student. And so we're, we're calling out the call to go, hey, even though you're in college, God may has a calling on your life that you need to say yes to. Not same great. thing with a high school student, junior high student to say God's got a call in your life to say yes to. And if you think about it, uh, I think that's it's even some good word. doctrine and theology because at the end of the day, the moment you say yes to Jesus at salvation, yes is the only answer you can ever give him that's again. Right. You know? mm. And so, so we gotta get back to calling it out. I mean, if you wow. think about it, it affects everything. Like if our, if our church planners are calling out the called and raising up church planners within, sending them out, mm -hmm. that helps a church planning movement. Yeah. Same thing about you know, uh, you know, I'll probably get three to five calls a week from churches going, hey, Shane, uh, we need a youth pastor. You got one? Mm -hmm. You know, what if while our youth pastors are in place, they're raising up their who's next? Mm -hmm. That way, if God moves them, there's yeah. already someone there that at least that church can consider without yeah. even having to look at the outside, you know, and that helps, you know. Man. And then all the way around, look at our seminaries. Uh, you know, I think a lot of times 
We're like, uh, you know, what's the enrollment at seminaries look like? Up, down, whatever, you know? Well, our seminaries, the enrollment's always gonna reflect the effectiveness of the local church calling out the called. Wow. Because that's who goes to seminary. Right. So it's not like they're just like gonna drop from the sky, yeah. right? Like as churches, yeah. we gotta call out the called within our ministry yeah. context. You're, yeah. not, you're not calling people out the sky, you're calling people out of the pew or yeah, whatever, yeah, you know, you, yeah. your seat. That's yeah, good. the laborers are in the harvest. You know, yeah. we always say the, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. But the laborers are also in the harvest. We just got to call them out. Yeah, man, yeah. I as you're talking, I'm having all these flashbacks. Those people, I'm I'm so thankful for. Mm-hmm. God saved me at 17. Yeah, and I grew up in this church. And all these people could have seen this young punk kid that they'd watched just kind of live a duplicitous life for all mm-hmm. these years. They saw a genuine faith, and then it wasn't very long. It was it was a year and a couple months yeah. later. The Lord called me to the special ministry of equipping the saints. Yeah. And now I'm I'm 18, about to turn 19, and that first year I came home from college in the summer, my, my pastors, my leaders of my church yeah. embraced me. The I first time it. someone acknowledged a speaking gift in me is because somebody gave me the opportunity to MC on Wednesday night church in this big barbecue we were doing. Wow. And I was just giving the announcements about the food line. Yeah. And someone came up and said, I think God's calling you to preach. Wow. Because <laughs> I talked about the baked beans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but right. somebody saw it, they called out the call, yeah. and I'd already felt God calling me, and yeah. people began to see the gifts, and then they gave yes. me a chance to speak. And I remember yeah. I, when I gave announcements in big church for the first time. <laughs> big church. <laughs> Hold up. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, and so oh, just that, that importance. You said something yeah. yesterday that sparked me, and maybe it's my charismatic background, <laughs> but you, you use this phrase, revival generation. Yeah. And you said right now it's a prayer, but you're praying it becomes a reality. Yeah, yeah. Tell me more about that. Yeah, Good so, word. you know, we are talking about this summer, you know, and, and roughly— uh, is in front of about 16,000 students. And gosh, we saw uh, over 3,200 uh, decisions for the Lord in, in some capacity, um, which is, is a movement. Like when, typically when you think of, especially in a, an evangelistic setting, yeah. usually if you say, hey, there's 10% of the crowd made some kind of like response to the invitation decision, that's a, that's a movement. It's huge. This year, it's more in the 20 to 25 percentile. You know, I think... Uh, 2020, 2021, students are learning at an early age. Man, the world's broken. I'm broken. I need I need hope. Well, yeah. hope has a name. It's Jesus. And yeah. I think they're understanding that at yeah. an earlier age. Wow. And then, you know, through that, uh, you know, about 1,800 of them were for professions of faith for salvation. And then almost 400 surrendered a call of ministry and missions on their yeah, lives, saying, amazing. man, I want to live for something bigger yeah. than myself. So you look at that and go, that's a movement. Yeah. Is there sparks of revival taking place in a generation? Yeah. And uh, man, that's my prayer. Uh, yeah. I think so. And and here's why I think Generation Z is a little different than even our generation and, and those generations a little older than us. Because I think some of sometimes us that are older, we look at all that movement and go, "Well, I hope they're counting the cost. I hope they know what they're getting to, into. Uh, I hope someone disciples them." And yes, Amen, right. Amen to all that. But I would say Gen Z. Uh, is already counted the cost mm. of what it's going to take to follow Jesus more than w- we had to. Wow. Wow. Because they know it's going to cost them something to follow Jesus. Yeah. Because one thing we know about Gen Z is that cultural Christianity yeah. uh, doesn't really exist with that generation. They know they're either in or out. Mm. And it doesn't matter where you are, whether you're in the South, North, East, West. They know if they're in public schools, mm. they know. If they're on Social, they know. They see the heat right, being right. put on Christians. That's right. yeah. So I have people go, well, I hope they know what 
<laughs> Hope they're counting the costs. I'm like, I bet they've counted the costs more than we have because yeah. they know yeah. going in, it's going to cost them something. They know their friends are going to look at them like they're weird. They know that social media is probably going to be attacking them. Yeah, um, and so wow. they're, they know they're either in or out. A friend of mine says it like this, you know, he uses the old uh, Charles Spurgeon quote, you know, uh, Christians are either missionaries or imposters. Uh, he says it like this, Gen Z, they're either missionaries or that's the end of it. They, they're either in or out, and they wow. know that. Wow. So they're not even trying to fake it. Damn they are right. either in or out, wow. and they're either authentically in or they're authentically out. Wow. You know, and mm -hmm. so yeah. I think they're counting the cost already, probably more effectively than we did. I love you know? that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah, Tim Keller says that the mushy middle is going away. It is, yeah. Right? Like, no doubt. I don't really yeah. know. I'm just kind of in this yeah. <laughs> side. Yeah. You know, in the last few minutes of this podcast, um, I wanted to just maybe change directions just yeah. a little bit, and and even in a little bit of a sobering way. Yeah. I know a, a good friend of yours, uh -huh. uh, Pastor Wade Morris, who yeah. is a traveling evangelist, yeah, yeah recently went went home to be with Jesus. Yeah. Um, maybe just in these last few minutes, reflect on his life mm -hmm. and, yeah. um, you know, even honor his legacy as yeah. somebody who I'm, I'm learning led thousands of mm -hmm. students to yeah. the Lord. Yeah. And um, would love to just, I know that was, that was a dear brother of yours. Yeah, man. Uh, Wade Morse uh, is who Hayden is talking about, yeah. who recently God called him home. Dear, dear friend of mine. Uh, uh, man, we just... There's a group of us that are kind of the itinerant type speakers, evangelists that, man, just stay really close. And it kind of goes back to calling out the called. Unfortunately, that group is getting smaller and smaller of guys who feel called to itinerant ministry and uh, to be evangelists. And mm. man, led well, faithful to the gospel, faithful to, to serve and edify the, the body of Christ, uh, faithful to his, his wife and, and, and family. And uh, man, he ran well, finished well, um, and I think he's an example to us all. And wow. it goes back to go, man, that dude, he, he stuck to the text, he wow. preached the word, and he gave uh, effective uh, invitations with integrity. Mm. And so, man, wow. Lord, draw out more like that, yes. that will preach a word, yes. be text-driven, stay faithful to the text, but can also cast the net, you know, in a, yeah. in, in a way of integrity. Yeah, man, that's so, so good. Yeah. You know, uh, I, all I can wow. all I can help yeah. but think about is you know That's hearing good. that story of finishing the race. Mm -hmm. Is he started somewhere? Yeah, he was called out. Yeah, and like uh, I am fired up to think all these teenagers coming back from camp, mm -hmm. like getting getting them back in their local churches, praying that God would give those pastors, those youth pastors, those youth yeah. leaders, just that unction to say, right. maybe God will call you to plant. New churches, yeah. right? Um, you know, for yeah. it to be like Hyden, you go and you mm -hmm. see this guy who's yeah. doing the, yeah. the, you know, the opening there at the church and be able to, somebody speaks that into their sure. life. Mm -hmm. So I think in all of our lives, yeah. we'd be able to enumerate the times people spoke into our lives. Amazing. So I'm hoping mm -hmm. we put this out on social media in a way, yeah. all your followers, which yeah, have a yeah. lot of those young adult mm -hmm. followers on social media, yeah. they would hear it. Yeah. They would hear like, maybe God's calling you to plant the church. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Like, one day when I was 17 and God saves me at a church camp, yeah. I didn't know that and only seven years later, yeah, I would be hearing the call to specifically leave that same church and come mm -hmm. to St. Louis yeah, and plant. And yeah, so, yeah. and I, what what God might do through yeah. hundreds yeah. of students that this summer said yes, God. Amen. Call. Yeah, and I think if you you know you're watching this and and you're kind of wrestling, I, you know, am I called to ministry or to missions or to plant a church? I would say, hey, first of all, get with some guys who are doing it yeah. and start running with them. 
learning from them, be humble, be teachable. Um, and then I want to encourage you, uh, wherever you're at right now, start serving now. Start yes. living on mission now. Um, you know, I'll run into some some young guys and, and, and girls sometimes that are in high school or college and go, God's called me to ministry. God's called me to be a missionary. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, what are you doing now? And they're like, right. well, what do you mean? I'm going to school. And like, yeah, that's great. Go <laughs> yeah. to school, get educated, yeah. get shaped. You know, but uh, do it now. Like, right. start serving now. now. Like, live on mission now. Uh, man, start discipling others now. Amazing. Start sharing your faith now. Like, do it now. Yeah. Great, man. Yeah. It's good. It's a win. It's yeah. a winning mentality. Yeah. Well, Shane, I'm always uh, not only encouraged, but I'm challenged mm-hmm. to be with you because yeah. it's just emanating. It's mm-hmm. emanating out of you, and I pray that God would give you the answer to that prayer. This would be a revival generation, yeah, and that we can be big brothers, uncles yes. to this next generation yeah. of church planters that, that would come up. These young yeah. men and women give their come lives uh, for the sake of the gospel come everywhere on. for everyone. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the We Are Send Network podcast. Hope you're challenged and encouraged. If you want to know more about church planting with Send Network, you can check us out at sendnetwork.com. You can text the phrase Send Network to 888-123. That's 888-123. Check us out at nam.net and all the different resources. Get connected to see how how evangelism, next-gen ministry, and church planting really work together for the cause of Christ. Until next time, We Are Send Network. You have been listening to We Are Sin Network, a resource of the North American Mission Movement. For more information about today's podcast and other relevant resources, visit sendnetwork.com.